Hey, it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. It's been about seven months since I've been on here to yell about life. And I just want to come back and say I missed talking into a phone when no one is around. And then for my friends to listen after I finish recording. That's like my bag. So a couple things have happened in the last seven months. Um, graduated. Holla. And uh, got on Bumble and Tinder and Hinge. Yeah, the chronicles of dating. All of it's pretty scary. I don't recommend, but just because we're in this panoramic, panda queso uh, thing, we gotta do what we gotta do. This wasn't just for, like, sex or anything. I just wanted validation because I was feeling pretty down on my luck. Some of you know why I was feeling down on my luck. But, um, yeah, so we're just going to go through quickly about the men that I talked to on Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge. Yay! Okay, so Bumble, scary. Don't recommend Bumble. Tinder, extremely scary. Don't recommend Tinder. Hinge is probably the best app out there because you can see who matches you first, and you can look at their profile, and it's a lot more user-friendly, I think, and just all around better than Bumble and Tinder? I don't know. But I didn't get on Hinge until, like, way later. So I only knew about Tinder and Bumble. And I think Tinder, I matched with the teacher, a math teacher from Polly, a hot mess. Then I matched with Eddie, which some of y'all know is, like, the love of my life. And even though he's crazy and insane and just so too much. And then those are the only, like worthy people and then bumble brandon we all know about him we all know what the tea was how messy my casual king was and how i was just eating it up because he was taurus and taurians and virgos are soulmates and i just fell in love also he was six five so yeah but yeah, that was a mess, and then Skater Boy, that was a mess, like, there's no one that I found who is literally just amazing all around, and obviously, we have to look at the source of these men, where they're coming from, because obviously, they're coming from the sites where some people aren't serious, some people aren't talking about anything like literally anything they like what are you doing in circles for hours and i'm like yo yo i'm about to die oh i forgot about the most notable match from bumble pisces y'all know what's up with pisces that freaking crackhead i i can't even explain the insanity that i dealt with with that man for a month and a half the screenshots, the name-calling, the crying he would do, the victim card he would play, his dilapidated fucking apartment, like, and him, oh my god, Whew. child, if you follow my fence today, you already know what's going on, and then of course, we have to sprinkle it in with some old lovers, um, Teehee, uh, Scorpio, uh, some of y'all know, who I used to work with, um, Scorpio came back in my life for like five seconds. He totally had a girlfriend, but 
my mom gave him my number and he hit me up, had a girlfriend, mind you, again, had a girlfriend and was saying like, oh, we're never single at the same time. And when I'm single again, I need to hit you up and like, let's run away together. Like this man was like seriously trying to wife me while he had a girlfriend and then he got caught or something crazy. And then another Taurus from 2010. I don't really want to drop names because if it is heard by like certain people, it's not going to be cute. But do we really care what they think? No, fuck them. They can choke. So yeah, 2010 Taurus, Tyler. Yeah. Um, came back into my life, kind of. Cause I made a Snapchat and I was like, oh, hey. So me just being messy. Like my dad and Anthony are constantly saying, this is all my fault. The drama, the messiness that I'm constantly facing is invoked by me and only me. They might be onto something just because my Gemini moon loves attention. She loves attention. And that's my alter ego's name is Crystal because she loves attention. And my Cancer Rising is just constantly crying about everything. Like, she's calmed down a lot ever since the breakup last year. And it's our breakup anniversary! Woo, woo, woo! This time last year, literally crying in bed in the fetal position for the next 12 hours. Went to school with bags under my eyes, constantly crying in class. Even asked Anthony, he'd look over and he would just see tears streaming down my face for no reason. And it was a rough <laughs> eight months <laughs> afterwards until we reconnected and now we're kind of we're, we're friends. It's fine. No, no hate against that man ever. Stan him. Um, but yeah, it's all so crazy. And like meeting um, these men from these apps is so dangerous. But I literally stand by the fact that God would never have me die at the hands of a man. And I know it's very blasphemous of me to say and very um, narcissistic. But I really, really think that I would never die by a man. At the hands of a man, such as a knife, a gun, strangulation, kidnapping, because I will kill someone. I'm sorry to my FBI agent listening, but I, it will never happen. And 50 people have my location. And I've seen so many murder docs and like pods and all these things. And it would never happen to me until it does. God forbid. Just joking. But yeah, no, it's just very strange because like, literally across the fucking board when they say they're 5'11 they're 5'8 when they say they're 6 8 they're 5'10 and I literally tell them hey I'm really 5'8 5'9 with some shoes on for real like I'm not joking oh yeah I'm 6 feet oh ho 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 bruh the amount of times this has happened to me has been so embarrassing because they think I'm lying about my height and I'm just why would I lie if I could be smaller I would totally be smaller but unfortunately I cannot and it's sad but that's why I have to go for men who are over six feet and Brandon is the only man that was actually six five. Oh my god that one was messy I had to end it I had to cut it because he was too inconsistent and so disrespectful with my time, constantly making plans and then just falling through like a fucking crackhead. And I was like, uh, 
then why would you make plans with me? Just ghost me. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then ghosting is such a thing. Like, I didn't think I could ghost people, but oh my God, you can totally do it. It's really sad and you should be really mature and upfront with your feelings. But sometimes you don't really owe people that. And I just don't think you have to, to be honest. Like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. They can choke. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think that's my opinion. But a lot of my friends are struggling on these dating apps. And I've heard of these, like, success stories. Oh, my God. My boyfriend was on Tinder. And my um, husband was on Bumble. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. But I feel like all my friends now are just trying to get laid. Especially because it's Valentine's Day. And they're, like, triggered. (laughs) And, like, I just think... Now I'm kind of over Valentine's Day because, like, I'm spending this Valentine's Day with, like, my friends. And last year I was so caught up in it. Like, the whole idea of, like, being alone. And it's just funny because you get in a mindset when you're in a relationship, a long-term relationship. You're like, oh, my God, I never have to spend Valentine's Day alone. Oh, my God, I could never imagine dating. Oh, my God, I could never imagine having to talk to all these people and get no result. Da-da-da-da-da. Until you have to do it. And you're like, oh, wow oh, wow, obviously there's stability and comfort in having a relationship and knowing that you have that one person to always talk to and um, be with or whatever, and you build that connection. It's amazing. But I think it's the fear of not having that and having to seek that in other people. And that's the allure of dating, just because you have this power of, in your fingertips, of swiping right, swiping left, having all these men or women flood your dms of how beautiful you are and whatever really they're just trying to get in your pants if it's if it's honesty they're trying to get in your pants very few people i've talked to are actually into getting into long-term relationships and have proven that they're trying to but i've been the one to be like "Mm, no thanks sir because i am traumatized from relationships for the time being but um Yeah, it's just really crazy and how, as a society, we've literally had to adapt of how to date. Because obviously somebody wants to have someone. Like, as human beings, we seek companionship and we crave intimacy and we crave being with someone else of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever. Someone we're attracted to, we crave to be around that. And yeah, you can be single for years, but like, like, you could still want that, you know? And especially now, it's so hard to meet people. And it's not as simple as, I met at Barnes & Noble, and I met Chad by the nonfiction section, and he was drinking a caramel macchiato. It's not. It's not that happening. Or like, oh, we met at the bar, and da-da-da-da. Like, no. None of that. So we literally had to adapt. Either people were meeting at on Zoom, which is insane, Zoom or dating apps or work, and that's literally it. Or, like, a friend's house. I don't know. I think the best way to, like, have meet someone is through a friend. Just because they're already vetted through through that friend, and they're, like, real. So, it's like, yeah, he's really tall, or, yeah, he's really this, or, yeah, he's really that. You don't have to find out for yourself. You know, it's half the work. With dating apps, you literally have to talk to someone and try to get to know them actually and see if they're a good person because you could put on a front for a long time of being a quote-unquote 
good person and I'm down to earth and I'm this and I'm this. <sighs> Baby, let me tell you, these men be switching up real quick. Trust and believe. When you are just like, I'm not feeling this, boom, switching up to being an asshole real quick. And you got to be careful and have your options open. But for me personally, I just think dating apps are so draining. And I'm only talking to like certain people at this point, but they're so draining and exhausting. And having to have this same conversation of, what are you doing? What's your favorite color? What do you have to do for fun? Oh my God, like I'm exhausted. You can't keep doing this to me. And a lot of my friends are like getting engaged and buying houses and having babies and moving in together. And you're like having this panic. I know we all really believed that we were going to be married by 25. Me included. I was like, yes, my last relationship, I'm going to be engaged. I'm going to be with him forever. We're going to do this thing together. Da, 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 da. And like, who's to say? But like, as of right now, definitely not. And it's been a harsh, harsh reality. And, but at the same time, it's been good to know that we're all learning. We're all evolving. We're growing constantly, learning lessons. Me learning the same lesson over and over and over. Because I love beating my head against a wall. One day, I'll learn. But I probably have like a tourist placement somewhere. I'll look at my chart. But yeah, stubborn, loves comfort, doesn't want to change. Yeah, I love the comfort. But yeah, I think like dating has forced me out of my comfort zone and forced me to be like, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. If you can't do it, get out of my face. Or hey, like I'm trying to kick it, you're cool, da 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 da. It's it's allowed me to tailor what I really wanted and who I wanted to talk to, and who I wanted to spend my time with. Because I used to just be like, oh, whatever, he showed me attention. Yay, I'll talk to him. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm back. I was treating myself to Dairy Queen. But yeah, I just think having this false reality of, oh, I'm going to be engaged by 25 and have kids by the time I'm 28 and be in my career and flourishing by the time I'm 30. And then like all these, especially me, like I suffered from it heavily. And I think now that I'm out of that mindset, it's like, oh my God, like so unrealistic, so harsh on myself. And I might, we're all ourselves biggest critic. It's like me, especially like I felt like I didn't hit certain deadlines. Like by the time I was 25, like, which is this year, I was like, oh my God, if I'm not, if I'm not in PA school, I'm probably going to die. Or if I'm not married by the time I'm 29, I'm probably going to die. Cause like at this age, my parents were already married and they didn't have me and Jordan until they were like 29. But I'm looking around me like, oh my God, like this impending doom is looming over my head I'm like oh I'm never gonna get married I'm never gonna find anyone I'm never gonna do this this this, and this and I think it's necessary for us to take time and breathe and actually look at our reality and realize we're only 24 20 I mean how old you are but my friend's 24 and it's okay to have your own path and to work at your own pace and not it's so easy to fall into the trap of looking at other people and feeling jealous and feeling hopeless and feeling so 
scared, I think. Because um, they're like, oh my God, they're already like doing this, this, and this, and this. And it's like, yeah, amazing for them that that's what they're meant to do. That's their path. For you, you're supposed to do something else. And it's so easy for me to say that, you know, but accepting it was so, so hard. I would have conversations with my dad sobbing about being single and trying to understand, like, am I still okay? Like, is, am I going to be okay? Like, will I ever get married? Because it's like, what am I to do with myself? (laughs) And it's just crazy that you have to sit there and have this conversation like, hey, calm down. Everything will be okay. Like, it's so silly, but it's so necessary because I've had that coping mechanism where I'm like, Taylor, relax. Taylor, breathe. You will get married eventually. You will maybe have kids if you meet the love of your life. Maybe eventually you'll be in your career. Like, talking to myself, talking to my inner child, actually. That's what I'm doing because my inner child is like spazzing she's like oh my god what are we doing where are we going how is it gonna happen you're getting old you're dying soon like oh my god so I literally have to like be like hey younger uh 14 year old Taylor let's take a beat and let's breathe you're fine and I think it's necessary for all of us to learn how to do that because it's so easy to get lost especially in social media and being back on social media, it's like, oh, shit, everybody's doing all these amazing things, and everybody's hanging out with each other, and everybody's, like, moving on and doing all these amazing things, and it's like, oh, my God, so happy for all my friends, but, like, for me, I just felt stuck until a month ago, kind of, when I was just like, I need to get out of this rut, you know what I mean? All of this to say, breathe, You will do okay. You will do amazing things. Everyone has different paths. Everyone is different. Learn from my experiences. It doesn't have to be forced. I, that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned is I try to force so many things, so many relationships, friendships, um, jobs, creativity. I'm constantly trying to force it and make it work and make it make sense. And it's just ended up like shit. Literally, I have so much problems. I mean, not problems. Such a hard time letting go and accepting it for what it is and being realistic and seeing it for what it is because I tend to fantasize and, oh my God, he sent me a happy birthday text. That means he still loves me. Or, oh my God, he double texted. Oh my God, he loves me. Like, it's just... It's not realistic. It's not practical. And that will drive you insane. And it's just like not a thing that you should be doing in 2021 anymore. Take it for face value and take it for what it is. Stop romanticizing everything. Like the girl at Dairy Queen just called me pretty. And I was like, oh my God. I just think I just love when girls compliment me. Because you know it's real. Men are just, oh yeah, you look good. Oh yeah, your ass is fat. Oh, the whatever. Disgusting. But this girl was like, oh my god, you're so pretty. Like, girl. Girl. Stop it. Stop. Don't gas me. I'm blushing. It's such a good feeling when other girls compliment girls. And they're just not jealous. And they just, like, accept other people's beauty. Like, that is my bag. I will tell any of my friends any of the week that they look fine as hell. Off top. I don't care. 
if they look fine as hell, which they probably always do, then I'll tell them. It's only fair. But yeah, I miss talking to you guys. And I just published my link on my Instagram. So I'll probably do it on my main story soon, but I'm kind of like scared just because I know I talk crazy and I talk loud and I can um, smack my lips too often and I can do all these annoying things. So I'm just like, oh my God, I don't want to get judged. But who fucking cares at this point? Like if they choose to listen, they choose to listen. I'm still going to do whatever the fuck I want to do and talk about what I want to talk about and probably have my friends on here to talk about random things and maybe their stories about their dating or um whatever they want to talk about i don't know quarantine things if you want to listen cool if not we're still gonna do it because this is basically memories and a public diary which i already have on my finsta so why not verbalize it because you guys are probably reading the post in my voice anyway so it'll probably be easier for me to just do both post visuals and audio thank you so much for listening i love you see you soon